my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it is time to make a decision. It is time to decide. In both the first reading and the gospel, we are presented with situations where we have to choose. In the first reading, we are told Joshua gathered together all the tribes of Israel at Sechem. Someone and their elders, their leaders and their judges and their officers. When they stood in ranks before God, Joshua addressed all the people. If it does not please you to serve the Lord, decide today whom you will serve. The gods your father served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose country you are now dwelling. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. I hope and I wish this will be our prayer this morning. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Will you and your household serve the Lord? As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Right now, our household is made of myself and Father Greg. So as for us, we will serve the Lord. I don't know about you, but friends, indeed, it is pleasing to serve the Lord. Let us decide today to serve the Lord. Friends, in him is our peace. In serving the Lord is our joy. In serving the Lord is our peace. In serving the Lord is our fulfillment in life. In serving the Lord, we will shine. In serving the Lord, we will rise like eagles in the sky. In serving the Lord, we will become unstoppable. In serving the Lord, we will fulfill our destiny. And in fact, thank God, Peter and the other disciples made a better choice or the best choice. When Jesus confronted them, he asked them, what about you in the gospel? Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the message of eternal life. You have the words of eternal life. And we have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. We have come to believe. Friends, we must come to that point where we believe and are convinced that Jesus is the Lord. Peter responded, Master, to whom shall we go? Jesus posed a critical question to Peter. Do you also want to leave because of the hard teaching? Do you also want to leave because of what is happening around you? Do you also want to follow the crowd? But Peter said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the ways of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Friends, have you come to believe are you convinced that Jesus is the Holy One of God? We have come to believe, friends, that is the will of God. That is the mind of the church. And that is the will of the church. That we all will come to believe and be convinced that Jesus is the Savior. That Jesus is the Holy One of God. And that Jesus is the only way to peace. That Jesus is the only way to our joy. That Jesus is the only way to our fulfillment in life. We must come to that point where we believe. We are convinced 
We will, we will not follow the crowd. We will not follow the crowd. We will not listen to voices. We will follow our conviction. Peter said, we have come to believe and we are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. That is the will of God. The church wants us to come to that belief, friends. And this belief only comes when we listen to the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And that is why we have been given four readings this morning. The first readings, the second reading, the responsorial psalm, and the gospel. These four readings are meant to cause us to provoke and invoke faith in us to believe that Jesus is the Holy One of God. Friends, we must come to that conviction, that belief that Jesus is the only source of our joy and our peace as a family, as a church, and even as individuals. We must come to that conviction that the way Jesus speaks our spirit and they are life. We must come to that belief and that conviction that Jesus speaks life. We must come to that conviction and that belief that we and our families must have Bible sharing, family Bible sharing, family prayer, individual prayer, family prayer, community prayer, community Bible sharing. We must come to that belief. Friends, that is the way to peace. That is the way to joy. And friends, when we have that conviction, nothing shakes us. No matter what is happening right here in the US, no matter what is happening in your parish, no matter what is happening around you, once you have come to that belief, that conviction that Jesus is the only way out, nothing moves you. And that is what the will of God is. And that is what the mind of the church is for each one of us. Friends, we are told that the people were murmuring since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this. Um, let's take it again. In the gospel, we are told many of Jesus' disciples who were listening said, this saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, does this shock you? Friends, Jesus asked them a simple question. Does this shock you? Friends, we must get to a point in our conviction, in our belief in Jesus, that nothing should shock you. Are you shocked about the happenings in the US right now? Are you shocked and surprised at the happenings? Don't be shocked. Once your faith is built on Jesus, you are unshakable. That is why we must look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Don't be shaken and don't be shocked at the happenings around the world. The word of God already prophesied in 1 Timothy that in the last days there will be hard and perilous times. Don't be surprised at what is happening. It is written in the word of God. Does this shock you? Friends, nothing should shock you as a Christian. Nothing should shock you as a believer of Christ. Once our faith is built in Jesus and we have come to believe and are convinced, friends, nothing should shake you and nothing can shake you. Nothing should shake you and nothing should shake you. Jesus asked them, does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. And the words I have spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. Do you hear Jesus? Jesus says, does this shock you? And he goes on to say, what if you see me ascending to where I was before? He says, it is the Spirit that gives life. The spirit that gives life, friends, true life 
is in the spirit of God. And he goes on to say, my words are, the words I have spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. Friends, the word of God is full of the spirit of God. The word of God is full of life. If we want life in our families, friends, look, God wants us to be happy in our families. God wants you to be joyful and peaceful and happy in your family. And friends, this is not going to be possible unless we make conscious time to sit down as families, to pray together, to study the word of God together, to go to church together. That is what the Joshua meant when he said in the first reading, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We must consciously decide to serve the Lord. We must consciously decide to pray. Make time consciously to pray. Make time consciously to study the Bible together. Make time consciously to have your quiet time. That is the way out to peace, to joy, to fulfillment. Friends, your marriage will not break. Your marriage will not collapse if you will make time and sit before Jesus together. If you will make time and go to church together. If you will make time and pray together. If you will make time and also have your individual prayer friends nothing can shake you nothing can destroy you nothing can overcome you friends build our lives let's build our lives on jesus let's build our future our marriages our families our church on jesus christ in fact the church is built on jesus you are peter and upon this rock i will build my church friends Jesus doesn't force us to serve him and he doesn't beg us to force him to serve him friends we must come to that conviction that we will follow Jesus no matter what and so Jesus asked the disciples do you also want to leave the question this morning is do you also want to leave do you want to follow the crowd because of the so-called inconveniences in Christ or in Christendom do you want to also leave because of the negative comments do you also want to give up because of the challenges the temptations and the struggles you are going through do you also want to give up friends don't give up don't give up don't give up it pays to follow jesus it pays to stand firm it pays to stand firm friends the vision will speak at the end don't give up peter declared master to whom shall we go friends we have nowhere to go I have nowhere to go. I have to stick to Jesus. Friends, you got to stick to Jesus. You have to stick to Jesus. He is your peace. He is your joy. He is all that you have been looking for. He is the source of your fulfillment. That is why we as husbands, those of you here who are husbands and wives, you must be subordinate to one another. You must come to that conviction and nothing should shake you. The word of God says, be subordinate to one another out of reverence for Christ. Husbands and wives, the word of God says, you must subordinate yours to one another. You must respect one another. Wives should be subordinate to their husbands as to the Lord. Wives, the word of God commands you, the word of God which is life. And if you wives would be subordinate to your husbands as to the Lord, friends, your marriages will work. Don't wait until your husband loves you that you will say, I will, I will be, be subordinate to him. No. The word of God says, you do your part. You subordinate. You obey your husband as you are obeying Christ. That is the command. And it goes on to say, husbands, also love your wives. 
Don't say, I will love her only if. No condition. Don't give condition. Friends, the word of God says, you love her. And once you love her, everything will fall in place. If each one of you will endeavor to obey Christ, will come to that conviction, as for me, I will serve the Lord. Whether my husband loves me or not, I will serve the Lord. I will subordinate to my husband. And whether my wife subordinates to me or not, I will love her as the word of God commands me. Friends, we will have beautiful marriages. We will have wonderful marriages. And friends, once we have wonderful and beautiful marriages, the church will be wonderful and beautiful. The church will be wonderful and beautiful if marriages are beautiful. The church will be peaceful if marriages are peaceful. Friends, we are the domestic church. We are the domestic church. And God wants us to be peaceful. And God wants us to be happy in our homes. Friends, taste and see, we are told in the responsorial psalm, the goodness of the Lord. Friends, God is good. God is good. God is good. Yes, all the time. God is good. It doesn't matter what you are going through now. It will end in your praise as long as you desire to, be, to remain in the Lord. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Friends, in as much as we are making up our minds to serve the Lord, in as much as we are making up our minds to go all the way with the Lord, because there is no other way out, we must learn to change our language. Change the way we speak. The psalmist said, I will bless the Lord. Friends, we must choose to praise the Lord at all times. At all times. If we will praise the Lord and thank him in every situation and for everything, friends, Ephesians 5, 20, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18. Friends, everything will always end in our praise. That is what the psalmist is teaching us. He says, I will praise the Lord at all times. His praise shall be ever in my mouth. What fills your mouth? What fills your mouth? What do we fill our mouths with? The psalmist says he will fill his mouth with praise. Friends, let us not fill our mouths with gossip. Let us not fill our mouth with insults. Let us not fill our mouth with cursing and negative statements. These will not help us. On the contrary, they will destroy our lives. But let us fill our mouths with praise. Praise God for your family. Be grateful to God. You people here, you have a lot to be grateful to God for. Praise God. The Lord has eyes for the just and ears for, the, for their cry. God will hear our praise and God will respond to us. Friends, God wants us to cry out in praise. And Psalm 100 makes it very clear. God wants us to serve him. Serve him joyfully. Serve the Lord with joy. They, 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 they know that this song, cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. Rise up and praise his name for the Lord is good. Arise, come to your God, sing him your songs of rejoicing. 
Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. Our service to God must be, must be characterized with joy. We must learn to serve the Lord with joy, not reluctantly, not compulsively. We must serve the Lord from our hearts, serve him with joy. That is what Joshua meant. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Friends, may we decide today to serve the Lord with joy. May we decide today to serve the Lord with joy, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Sunday, and like every other day at Mass, is supposed to be a joyful occasion. That is why we say we have come to celebrate Mass. We have come to celebrate the Eucharist. We have come to celebrate. We are here to celebrate. And so let that be seen on your faces. Let us indeed celebrate our God. May God grant us that grace, that conviction he gave to Simon Peter and his colleagues, that we, that they, we, we will not be deterred by whatever is happening around us, but that we will fix our gaze on Jesus, that nothing will shock us, that we will yearn to serve the Lord with joy, with our whole families. We must make that decision today. I have decided to follow Jesus. That is what Peter indirectly said. I have decided to follow Jesus. We have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. I think we will take that song for communion. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. And friends, our faith in Jesus will yield results. It will save us at the end of it all, and it will bless us here on earth. We will experience heaven here on earth as we endeavor to follow Jesus. Let us stop murmuring. Let us stop murmuring and let us follow Jesus. Let us come to that conviction and that belief. Jesus is the Holy One of God. Jesus is the Holy One of God. May we rise and present some few intentions to the Lord, asking the Lord to grant us an unshakable faith. Friends, don't be surprised. Jesus is alive. He is the bread of life. And Jesus meant it. This is my body. This is my blood. And this was what made the people to be shaken, to be shocked in their faith. Friends, we believe that Jesus is the bread of life. And Jesus is alive in the Eucharist. May he grant us that faith to recognize Jesus every day at the breaking of the bread every day at the breaking of the bread luke 24 may our eyes truly open to see jesus alive in the eucharist alive in the blessed sacrament and may our attitude towards adoration visitation to the blessed sacrament and the mass and the eucharist celebration in general so to speak be one that will grow from strength to strength as for me and my house we will save the Lord. As for me and Father Greg, we will save the Lord. What about you? We will save the Lord. Remain blessed. You are blessed. Remain blessed. We are blessed. Have a wonderful week. And remember to decide to save the Lord 
all the days of your life. Have a blessed week. May we rise and present some intentions to the Lord. God bless you.